Many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. Thomas Edison. Welcome to episode 37 of the Turn Right Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the number one secret to writing. Let me tell it to you plain and simple. The secret to writing, to making it as a writer, is to narrow your focus. It's not to listen to every episode of the Turn Right podcast or pay thousands of dollars for writers conferences across the country to have 100 beta readers read your work, ask a Twitter poll about the opening line of your novel or even to get an MFA. The secret to becoming a writer is to narrow your focus. So what exactly does that mean? It means a couple of different things. First off, it means narrow the focus of your craft. Last week's episode was all about how being a specific writer makes you a great novelist. The specific word choice, the specific character quirks, the specific attributes of a given place, that makes the story stand out. And this is something that's very simplistic. It's one of the first things that we're taught of being a writer is to really describe things. And it's not to describe necessarily color of someone's eyes, but it's the way they turn up whenever another character enters the room. A lot of books don't make it or they don't resonate with people because they're just not specific. Like pop music, they're too generalized. I want to know everything about the character right down to his favorite food. I want to know everything about the world that you create. As an author, when you get that really specific information into the world or into the character, your writing comes alive. You also have to be specific about the genre that you're writing. You're not just writing science fiction. You're writing YA dystopia, soft science fiction, with inspiration drawn from the Vietnam War. You're not just writing women's fiction. You're writing chick lit about the year 2016 and how Taylor Swift standing up to the paparazzi made a difference. Once you can get your novel narrowed down to that specific what exactly it's about, even if your story is not high concept, once you can get it narrowed down, you can figure out how to create a better marketing plan. You can figure out how to better represent it and sell it to other people or even just explain your novel, or even enhance your novel by creating a more robust connection to the theme, better character arcs, and so on. That simply is not enough just to make your novel really, really specific. That's not everything that narrowing your focus means. It also means to sit down every day and do the work. Writing is like running or eating healthy. You have to do it every day for you to see it work over the long haul. And I know from experience that it works. It doesn't work in just a few weeks or even a few months. It works when you do it over a few years. So why do we give up so easily? If writing is really that simple, that all we have to do is narrow our focus, apply ourselves, and make our novels really specific, why do we give up so easily? Because of our fragile little egos that tell us we aren't good enough. We aren't good enough to make it as a writer. It's too hard. It's too competitive. It's because most of us have been told 
We were really good, even great writers growing up. Year after year, English class was the one class I really didn't have to try in. It's the one class I never got to be in. It came very naturally to me. And I can still remember Mrs. C's AP English 11 and the booth. The concept of the booth was to put one student's paper on the Promethean board in front of the class and the student was not allowed to refute any of the comments that the teacher or the classmates made about the paper. And she put my paper in there first because it was the best. It was the best essay in the class. It was better than the doctors and PAs and engineers I graduated with. She complimented me and then she tore me apart. I will never forget that putting the period goes inside the quotation marks. Thank you very much, Mrs. C. That experience was simultaneously really rewarding and also really terrifying. It proved that I was a good writer, that I could take criticism, and that my paper was stronger than my classmates. But it was also terrifying being put on the spot like that, being scrutinized, being criticized, and learning and accepting that you, st- that you still have a long way to go, even if you're naturally good at something. Booth is life, and we are all too afraid to put ourselves inside of it to face the rejection that other people might give us regarding our work. We don't want to be scrutinized and exposed as a fraud. Some people might even call this imposter syndrome. I was so afraid to publish my first novel, The Sweep, I was so afraid of what my family and friends might think that I almost didn't publish it. I had like raging anxiety over publishing this work, but yet something inside me felt very called to actually go through with the act. But even today, when I meet people for the first time, I don't tell them that I'm an author. At work, we always have to give a fun fact, and mine is never that I wrote a book. And why is that? It's just... I don't want to be the center of attention because when you're the center of the ten- when you're the center of attention, you allow yourself to be exposed, to be criticized. When we're afraid of other people judging us or invalidating us, we don't give our all. We say we would rather not try rather than be not good enough or exposed as a fraud or exposed as someone still learning. It seems like in our society, everyone puts so much pressure on themselves to have it all figured out, to be married by age 25, to own a home by age 30, to finish a college degree by age 21, have kids by a certain age. We have all this pressure to have it all figured out, not to think about, do we really want to have kids? Do we want to go back and change our major? Do we want to move houses? Do we want to move states, move countries? Everyone thinks you need to have a definitive answer in order to be a successful person. But I find that the most successful people are people that accept that they are learning and on a journey. Like I said before, good writing does not happen overnight or even over the course of a few months. You get better after years of dedicated writing. And I know this because I have gotten better at writing. The first novel I ever wrote was a very rough 45,000 words. It was way too descriptive, way too theme-heavy, kind of controversial, and very thin on the plot. The second novel I wrote, I made it to 52,000 words. On the third draft, I got it to 90,000 words, and that novel was The Sweep, which I self-published and received some very positive reviews. 
My third novel, I made it to 76,000 on the first draft. Now look at that improvement in stamina, plot, and character. First, writing a thousand words a day will seem daunting. Then it will seem doable. I hope that on my next novel, the one that I'm currently working on, I'm at about 53,000 words right now and I'm still going on that first draft. I hope to hit a solid 80,000 on this one. Good writing happens when you write every day. Believe me, I like to take shortcuts. I'm an intuitive. I like to just have the answer. I figure stuff out before I see the full picture. It's just how my brain operates. I will take shortcuts on plot or character, i.e. I just start writing. But the whole process cannot be shortchanged. Writing is a slow process and it's difficult. Another reason why you need to narrow your focus is because people will tell you being a writer doesn't matter or you can't do it or there's no money in it or because of all the different obligations in your life. You need to narrow your focus and decide which is the most important obligation in my life. Writing was definitely one of my top ones. It wavered a bit. In my heart, I knew it was always one of the most important things to me, but it's very hard because there's so much distraction in the world and people are so pessimistic about the statistics of being a writer. But maybe if you just narrow your focus, maybe if you write every day, maybe if you get specific enough, maybe if you want it bad enough, maybe if you allow yourself to be exposed to learning, maybe it is actually possible. But you have to decide what is most important to you. What can you sacrifice in order to write every single day? For me, I know that spending time with my family, my friends, my boyfriend, that's all really important to me. And I don't want to take the time away from spending with them towards my writing. I also know that exercising is important to mental and physical health. So I like to exercise several times a week. But despite that, I find time to write almost every single day. It doesn't have to be a long, hard session. Sometimes it's just 30 minutes. Sometimes it's really bad. Sometimes I'm really unfocused and I get up and I eat three snacks and I scroll on Facebook and TikTok and respond to two texts. And sometimes it's really darn productive and I can spend an entire Sunday writing. But that consistent practice over the week is what keeps you on your game. For me personally, I toyed around with the idea of getting a CPA or some type of certification for my day job. I felt compelled to get it because I was always this model student. I listened to authority. It was just the next natural progression in my career to get a CPA after I was done with college. I could get a CPA and then I could get a master's degree and I would be, you know, at the top of my career. And it was very hard for me to take that ego check, that sit back down and not go out and get a CPA when I see some of my peers doing it, when I see some of the people I graduated college with doing it and I see how proud they are and how proud other people are of them. But I always stop and think, when I was growing up, I never ever paused and said, I want to be a CPA. It would just be something for my ego, like, can I pass the test? Can I study? And to be frank, I have no interest in that right now. I want to be a fiction writer. I've always loved words. I've always loved stories. I've always loved people. I've always loved being creative. Writing fiction is something I love, something that brings me joy and happiness. But it was really hard to say no to that pressure in society. 
that you're not good enough, you're not smart enough unless you get that advanced degree or certification. You're less than perfect. That's kind of what society told me. But I'm not less than perfect. I'm still learning. I'm still evolving. And in order to keep learning my craft of being a writer, I'm going to narrow my focus. I'm going to commit wholeheartedly to the job. I'm going to write every single day until I make it. And I invite you to do the same with me. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please subscribe, leave me a review, and share this episode with your writer friends. As always, keep writing, keep reading, and keep querying, and I'll talk to you guys on our next road trip.